back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined here once again by the rest of the K-Fabe crew. Introducing first, he is the king of the K-Fabe kickflip, Mr. Wex Breaking the Lawson. Wex, how are we living today, bud? Oh, we are living. Summertime, the living's uh, semi-easy today, but uh, we're living. We're hanging in there. I've been in a kayfabe kickflip in a, probably a couple months, to be honest, but we're out here. It's a good summer. Uh, missed you guys. Lots of, lots of wrestling to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, man. It's officially the kayfabe catch-up. Uh, and as always, last but not least, Mr. Spectacular Vernacular himself, Jesse Baker. Jesse, how you living, bud? Dude, I absolutely cannot complain at all. I gotta say, I've been living for some of this wrestling stuff that's been happening, but I've so much missed being able to talk about all of this with the dudes, with the friends, with the crew. I am so excited. I am just really, really, really stoked that we get to return to this. Uh, you know, even if it's quarterly, yeah, bi-yearly, yeah, whatever anybody wants to call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you're all wondering that why this episode has popped up on your feed. It is a kayfabe catch-up. Um, you know, SummerSlam just happened. There's been a lot that's been going on in the wrestling world lately, and we decided to just kind of get together and talk about it. But before we talk about wrestling, let's talk about what's been going on in our lives. Um, I know for me personally, I started working at a, a company called Innovative Percussion a little while ago, and I just recently got promoted into the front office, and I'm dealing with artists and um, manufacturers and guitar centers and musicians, friends and all, all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm really, really loving it. I'm still doing real estate on the side. Uh, but that's more part-time. I'm really loving the opportunity that I've got with this company and I am super, super, super into it. The band is like killing it the far between. I'm really excited about everything that's going on there. It feels really awesome to be in a band for the first time where I don't have to be the captain all the time. That's somebody else in the band that kind of like can help book shows and help like come up with ideas and especially like visually and creatively super happy with the far between. We're about to release a bunch of slew of new songs. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Jesse, dude, how, how's life been since, since the mania last episode, man? Uh, you know, I, a lot of it's been just, uh, trying to figure a handful of different things out. Um, my fiance has done an art crawl appearance since then. Sold some prints which is nice. amazing. Been That's working awesome, on that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, I myself have been working on a handful of different just models of whatever life's going to be like. We've been taking care of these dogs. We've been working out a whole bunch of different stuff. I've been watching a lot of wrestling. I've been watching a lot of like comic book stuff. Definitely oh. watched all of the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Nice. I've been a clock and TV type dude, man. And you know, I, obviously, I, I I keep in touch with my wrestling, so you know we all know that that's big fat part of what I'm doing, and that's how we go. I will also say, last July, July 8th, I had the opportunity to book a show in Nashville. It was a really great time. Look what I did, Flemix, Classic and Spice. It was a really, really, really great time. It was a diverse bill. It was weird, which yeah. is how I like to do it. That's just kind of how I roll, and. Man, I couldn't have been happier about how it turned out, what the experiences were for the people that were present. That part of it's amazing. I'm working on some stuff with Look What I Did as well. I must also say, I'm just going to go ahead and like pull a little plug ski here. 
Look what I did is obviously playing on the 12th. I'm not sure when this will release this particular episode. They're going to. Yeah, this will be the day before. So it'll come out on Friday just like normal. Heck yeah. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this, on August 12th at the end, look what I did. Zacapalooza. That's a whole thing. The Far Between will be playing a free show at New Faces at the basement, OG, which is such a clutch situation to run. Eighth Avenue. Absolutely amazing to see yeah free show by the way free show come hang out there you go free 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 don't get better than that all the cool bands do cool stuff i'm so proud of all my dudes all my girls all my people everybody rocking this stuff love it how about you wex man give us a give us a rundown of the life of wexley lawson here well since wrestlemania and nothing too crazy nothing too exciting you know still over there at warner music shipping out royalty checks every day Love that. Doing the thing, doing the thing. Uh, try, trying to get Jesse on. Maybe we, we can get him in there. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. But you know, dope. I've just been uh been pretty busy. Uh, been watching a lot of wrestling, of course. You know, AEW, my favorite. Been heavy into that. We'll talk about that here a little bit more in a bit. Next week, Dynamite in Nashville. I'm gonna be there. And exactly. That's that's another thing I'll say. Everybody's gonna be in. Ta- if you're in Nashville, if you're gonna be in Nashville next week for Dynamite, you might see your boy Wex. You might see Daniel. I don't know if Jesse's gonna make the. The trek yeah, from old world trace. Unfortunately, it's just not a, a, a like it's somehow that's just not a thing that's happening, man. Yeah, not oh, in the man. birthday cards this year, man. It does yeah. seem like they're they're scheduled to like make Nashville part of their loop. So I dare say hey, you will get several. They were on the first. Nashville was on the first like five to six tapings of shows they ever did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a classic spot. Uh, we got that. Uh, I mean, we, it's been pretty cool this summer. Uh, literally the next week after AEW, we got the Titans preseason game going, too. That'll be fun if you're into the uh, local sports there. Uh, yeah. Just like Jesse said, been a, been a bit of a big TV guy recently. And, dude, if you haven't watched The Righteous Gemstones, then, like, why are you watching TV? Yeah. I mean, well, we anything, yeah. anything Danny McBride has ever made is the shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Watching that show – Introduce me to this old ass fucking movie where he plays like a taekwondo instructor. The book this way, yeah, it's such amazing. Yeah, it's a classic. He, that started his whole career without playing the same character every time. Somehow, it's it's genius. But yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, lots of lots of TV, lots of wrestling, some cool Marvel shows, some disappointing Marvel shows. You know, here and there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's been all over the place with Marvel. They are definitely. Uh, they need to shit or get off the pot, man, with some some hey. more quality content, to be honest with you. I understand, but we got that new Ahsoka Star Wars coming up. I'm looking forward to in a couple weeks. August 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah obviously, yeah, Star yeah. Wars Mark, comic yeah, book Mark, sure. wrestling Mark, everybody here. But, same, uh, same. Listen, I know – I know. Before we get into it, I know that everybody shit on the movie, but I really loved The Flash. I thought it was a oh, great movie. Oh, me too. I, I, I don't I, I don't understand why people did I, like to me it's like this is the best possible way to kick off a new universe like it's so Please, smart don't like spoil it for me. I haven't seen it I really want to see it I haven't seen it yeah There's it's amazing what's going on yeah I the really big right people t- talking about how the CGI looked like oh the CGI looked horrible but like it makes yeah. sense for the fucking thing and half the people were dead anyway so what are they gonna do just like yeah have their yeah, exact well, likeness don't there's no spoil there's no that's not no, 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 no that's just like the quality of the cgi yeah yeah people none were of that, like none uh, of but i think it worked half for the, the story dead, and the thing i love the movie i thought it was great go see it i saw it in the, the same actually i tried to see a sneak preview but there were so many fucking people i couldn't yeah. even get to the movie 
Yeah. Then I saw the week it came out. It was great. Also, Ninja Turtles. Saw it last week. I'm fucking dying. best yeah. Ninja dying. Turtles movie since the original 1990 live action. Second best okay. one. We're gonna go see. We're going to, to Dallas this weekend, uh, and we're gonna try to see it in Texas. So I am it excited. It's so about good. That. I'm excited about it's, that. So it's great. Okay, let's Fuck talk Michael about wrestling. Bay. Let's talk about some wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. Ninja Turtles were wrestlers in WCW. It all relates. Okay, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Let's and talk about wrestling. And let's talk about what's been going out. on in good old AEW since they're coming to town. I adore the tag team mix-up thing that they did. I think the MJF Adam Cole thing is probably one of the most entertaining things on wrestling television period. And the way that eventually will blow up is going to be epically amazing. Like, Money. Oh, it's going to be so good. MJF just continues to put out like the most quality content. And honestly, it brought Adam Cole back up a level because he was not, I mean, his AEW run up to this point has not been that great. If we're being honest, yeah, and he, he, he kind of got screwed, got plagued by injuries and unfortunate yeah. circumstances, but mm-hmm. I think he's back on his up and up. Yeah, and, and he looked like his like physically he looks better. Like when he came in, he came in not the best of shape, and he looks a lot better now. And I just love the way they work that fucking story. Like if it was WWE, we know exactly how it went. It'd be can they coexist? Can they yeah. coexist? No, they can't. But they're like, yes, we can coexist. Yeah, and. It's fucking great because you know, like you said, when eventually the turn happens, it's going to be nuclear. But oh. right now, them being buddies is f- so over. It's so good. It's so good. I thoroughly enjoy it. Jesse, what have you been thinking about AEW programming? I got to say, AEW has been knocking a lot of things out of the park. There are certain things that are – I got to say that they're much more accessible to – like in a weird way, much more accessible to the casual like fan. Yeah. In a strange way, just from an athletic perspective, just from the like glitz and glamour, the oohs and ahs, in certain ways. In terms of storylines, obviously the MJF Adam Cole thing, tits to teeth, that's where it goes. Yeah. Uh, the FTR stuff, I'm not so sure about. The CM Punk stuff. It's getting better. It's getting better. It, it rules in a way, you know, um, but it's also, it's a Saturday night show. And yeah. it's a, like, that's a weird thing. And everybody wants to, give like weird litmus tests about their ratings on Saturday nights. Like, dude, it's never going to hold up on a true to form ratings platform. That's yeah. just not how it's going to happen. It's a, it's like literally the worst time to be on television. <laughs> not a lot of people watch it live, but yeah. a lot of UFC and WWE have been doing their pay-per-views on Saturday nights is all I'm saying. Yeah. That's a little that's different that's than t- weekly again, TV. It's, though. it's just not a median example for either company. Right. I guess I'm a loser, and I'm not really doing much on Saturday nights because I've been watching a lot of those fucking shows. I, I mean, I DVR it. Loser. it. Like, you just like weed and you love AEW. That's fine. That's yeah. Like, yeah. It's all good. And I, I do well, like the show. It is a good show. I do like Collision. I mean, if, Kenio, if AEW – I mean, if WWE had a show on Saturday nights featuring wrestlers I really liked, I'd probably tune into it too. Yeah. Here, and, and I'll follow up on that later in a way, but – I got to say, AEW definitely has knocked out Collision much more than they've knocked out Dynamite, but Dynamite has kind of caught up. Rampage, I got to say, I still feel they need to take that slot for ROH. Agreed. Like, I, I don't think Turner's going to let them, but, I mean, in all honesty, it would make sense. Warner yeah. Brothers Discovery is apparently about to launch a live sports stream on Max because of how many millions of subscribers they've lost since they launched Max. Max is a shit app. It doesn't function well. 
They're trying to do this live thing. I like the content, but it doesn't function well. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't function yep. well at all. It's like, uh, like uh, the new WWE Network of Peacock. Like it's, it's weirdo. Like it's 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 bad news bear. But there's potential. Yes. Yeah, but as long as you can watch my adventures with Superman, it's okay. Dude, that show is really good. I love it. It's great. It's a really good show. <laughs> I'm gonna it's be like the thumbs down guy here. I tried. It's really it, you it, didn't like it. It's too G for me. Like oh it, okay. It, yeah, it, that makes it's sense. A little, like, I don't have children, and I don't hang out with a lot of children. Me either. Fuck them like, kids, but uh, no offense to you, Daniel, but... Well, it would be I weird if you kids. did hang out with a lot of children, you know, I'm just saying that. It, it, I love I mean, your kids, weird, but... uh, but It's a little too G-rated for me. It just wasn't entertaining. Also, the Superman story's been told too many times, same way, Agreed. a lot. Agreed. And, you know, it is what it is. However, Max is what it is. But AEW potentially does have some things... Now, there's also a conversation about them rights fees negotiations, which probably leads into what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, and, and, and we cannot forget to mention fucking All In. They have sold now officially more tickets than WrestleMania 3. Wow. Which Here's is fucked. I'll say, this, I'll say this about All In at Wembley. If it stays as is, they've already accomplished – a crazy thing. Yes. It doesn't matter what the card is. It's cool that they've announced some things. It's cool that there are things that, you know, but like all of their like peak athletes from the UK that they wanted to have take part kind of can't. Yeah. Well, Hayter's hurt. Yeah. Fox hey, gone. It's yeah. it's like the forbidden door, the first forbidden door. It's just it's the you know the, days the sky is blue, it turns out also Pox injured again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like for fuck's sake, that's kind of crazy. But yeah, poor guy. They're still gonna knock it out of the park. They're gonna turn it into a very, very, very big conversion for them to be able to do touring and broadcasting in areas that they haven't done. Here's the thing: if wrestling in that way is profitable, it's great for any wrestling fan ever. Agreed. Because it just offers options. Agreed. Okay. And they they are literally number one in the UK market now over WWE, which is yeah. fucking crazy to think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well they're concentrating on it. Well, and they f- well, we'll we'll see if they end up announcing, you know, in the next two, three, four, or five years, a WrestleMania in the UK, which they definitely plan to do, obviously. Which is a cheap, actually, a cheap because they just want to. Oh, we we can't let we can't let AEW beat us, so we got to have a WrestleMania. I love it. I think I I love it, dude. I think it's oh, great. I love I've it. Missed that. I've missed. We that. haven't had a. It's gonna be a real top pay per view since SummerSlam. Yeah, because the what Clash of the Castle didn't really. It's a pay per view, but it's not a it's not a real deal pay per view. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And if they could, I heard the only reason they don't want to do that is because of time. And yeah. Starting early today because All In's gonna start at like noon. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm off cool with, with baby. Give me some more wrestling. They still haven't advertised how we can watch All In. It's on they paper. They actually said how it's going it's to be. It's paper, just now. regular pay-per-view. Not yeah. yet. They haven't said it. It'll probably be on Bleacher Report, which sucks because that app is atrociously bad. If you um, watch the Warner Brothers Discovery, I kind of wonder if they're not going to cut like a weird deal. Yeah. Where there's like a fight tie-in or something. Like there's some yeah. stuff happening well, across no, both well, platforms right now. Yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery owns Bleacher Report, so I don't think they would go to fight. They would either eliminate Bleacher Report and make their own service, or... No, no, I think they're going to absorb fight. Oh, well then, that's good for the wrestling business as a whole, because lots of independent promotions go over fight. Agreed. Exactly. 
That would be great. That would be great for them. He probably, let's be honest, who owns Fox, FX, UFC, ESPN, Endeavor, WWE, everything? Donald Trump? It's uh, Walt the fuck Disney. Yeah. Walt the fuck Disney. Oh, so another Nazi. I mean, never mind. Yeah, Yeah. well. (laughs) All right, since we're talking about uh, the evil empire – Let's dive into the meat and potatoes, boys. It's been a long time. We're going to go down this SummerSlam card, and we're going to give you our beer ratings, just like the old days. It's a walk down memorally, memorally, memorally lane. Um, yeah, memory. I'll get it out at some point. Memory. I'll get there, I promise. Um, yeah, so let's just dive right in here. It was SummerSlam 2023. Uh, the setup in Detroit Stadium looked awesome. Um, I do like that, like, for the big four, at least they're changing the sets up to feel like a, a big show. Like they've been doing it, but like, I just want to reiterate that I enjoy that. I, I like that. They're, it's not just the raw set with a different graphic on the screens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I, I, I do like it. Absolutely hated the kid rock, uh, opening cinematics, <laughs> but like the cinematics ooh, ooh, themselves like were that. cool. I just hated him. I just don't like him period. So that was what it was. You guys, you guys got anything on the open of the show? Uh, fuck kid rock. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I still can't understand why this fucking rich kid from the suburbs of Detroit wants to pretend he's a Southern, a Southern guy. Yeah. He's not from the South when he is not poor, not from the South. And, uh, you don't give a fuck that you don't like Bud Light. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we all got Nashville roots and we all have friends that play on Broadway, whether we know it or not. And at the end of the day, we're talking about Tootsie's honky tonk school and all that fucking crazy Steve Smith shit. All of that kid rock has to do with, you're talking about a fucking rich kid from Detroit who didn't fucking get over. His parents had enough money for him to rebrand himself. Fuck that guy. The only reason I ever even fucking knew who he was first insane clown posse, second twisted metal, the video game. Also that series on Peacock, I can't even bother watching. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. Uh, fuck Kid Rock. Fuck that whole thing. Oh, fuck Kid okay. Rock. Well, here we go. Let's go into the uh, first match here. The opening uh, match on the card is Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Listen, it, it's it really is hard to watch Logan Paul be so good. Like, it bothers me that he is as good as he is. And especially as as good as he has been up until this match, now he was good, but I do think you're we started to see some of the green in this match. Um, it was a good match. I'm not saying that it wasn't good. He is still. I mean, I, I'd say like, I mean, to to be to be in control of the match as the heel, and he's what six, five, four matches in. What maybe like? I mean, I have enough fingers to count how many matches he's had for sure. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you can't help but to compare it to somebody like Kurt Angle, who like just came in and was just really good right away. I mean, Kurt's much better, much better. Never looked th- this kind of green. Now, I will say when he's in charge, he had to run the match. couple spots that were definitely his fault um, that just didn't and they weren't bad. They just weren't as smooth as the other things that he's done. It wasn't like massive botches. It was just like a couple of bumps that he took just a little weird. Um, and that I noticed that I ha- that I have to reflect on in my rating here, but all in all, man, like that dude, like he can talk, people hate him. He's a great heel ricochet. I love that. He's finally getting some shine. I wish that dude could talk, can't talk to save his life. I wish he could, 
But if you, if you just need – if he had a great mouthpiece, he'd be amazing. I think they should turn him heel, honestly. Um, but we'll get there. Um, there were, you know, definitely some stutter stutter steps overall. That moonsault into a Tornado DDT was easily, like, the coolest spot of the of their match. Uh, a couple of nice false finishes in there, too. I love the cheap heat win. I think that that really solidified. There wasn't just an amazing spot. It's like a classic heel thing to do. You know, hiding the brass knuckles and all that, like – I, I love it. I love just building the heat. I thought it was really good. I gave it four and a half beers. Um, Jesse, where are you at on this one? <sighs> I, I I really can't echo more of what you said in a better fashion, except the biggest reason that I had a detraction from my rating on the match was if you're going to be the viral guy and you're going to do all this stuff and you're a YouTube person and that's kind of how you captured all of your fucking sentiment, like – we should have known who handed you the nuts. Yeah. That should have been a person that we cared about. Yeah. And in all honesty, KSI, like if it wasn't your buddy, if it wasn't a YouTube guy, which I wouldn't have known, they could have easily been True. like, Oh, that's a YouTube guy or a TikTok guy. I'd have been like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But if it's not going to be that, it should have been a heel yeah. in the E and yeah. it should have fucking helped them moving forward. Yeah. So I like, I agree to me that part of the booking had big detriment to me. I love the finish. I don't disagree with the finish. I just think that that was terribly mishandled. I went four flat. Okay. And only because same things. Also, I'm not going to lie. I love seeing him get that little bit of a shiner right underneath his eye. Yep. I love seeing that shit swell. Yep. Yep. The realness definitely added to it. Wex, where are you at on it? I'm very close to you guys. I went three and a half beers. Just because, just like you said, when it comes to the athleticism, Logan Paul's got that shit. Buckshot yeah. Lariat to the outside. Yeah. Never seen that before. And, like, yeah. when it comes to wrestling, like, when it comes to the in-ring shit, he's got it. Like, doing the moves. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think he has, like, the psychology. Like, Not it's, yet. Not, it's not getting yet. there. But, yeah. like, when it comes to athleticism, he's picked it up quicker than, like, most people. But yep. it comes to, like, the nuances, the athleticism, just the little things here or there, the ring presence, the, like, where where you know, like, what's going on. Like, he's got a long way to go. But when it comes to just yeah. pure athleticism, that's why someone like Kurt Angle is leaps and bounds above him just because he understood the whole fucking thing. And when yeah. you're someone like Logan Paul, you don't wrestle every day and you have months and months to practice a match. If it's not good, then you the really fucking suck. You can train to your heart's content yeah. with the best people that have ever been a part of this business or this industry. Yep. Like, yeah, and he, and he gets to train with those people, and he gets to practice his matches for like a month, months before he does them. Like most people, they like, all right, we're calling it in the fucking ring, let's go. Yeah. If he had to do that, it would not as be, it wouldn't be as pretty. But I mean, still pretty fucking good. It's it sucks, like you said, it pisses me off how naturally good he is at it. Yeah. It's just no, I fully agree. But uh, fully three and agree. a half, just because there was just a little something missing. But like, it was very entertaining, good opener, good thing to get you sucked in, get hooked in. And like you said, you have all these YouTube dudes having some random crony pass you the nucks. Like last time, KSI, I don't know if he was doing something or like, fuck, I don't know. Uh, I'll be honest, on YouTube, I Mr. No Beast, I don't know. Who fuck. KSI was. I yeah. didn't know who KSI was until that happened. I'm not that type of person who pays attention to that, but I was like, at least that's a person that apparently meant some shit to some people. Yeah. Like, they just told me that was uh, CSI. That was SVU over there. It was Lonnie right. Sanderson. 
cool. Lonnie there's Sanderson. There's no identity. Yeah. Like, was, I don't know. There's so many fucking random YouTube people like shit. It could be anybody. Or just have him pull it out of his tights. Like he had it the whole time. From like, his ass. From the ass side, though. They never pull oh. out of their ass. They always pull it out of the front. Imagine you pull that out of your ass. That'd be, That'd be innovative. It'd be innovative. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep it rolling here. Um, after after the match, we get Sheamus arriving in a monster truck. Okay. Um, and then we, we got. Right a, by the way. Yeah. The we Redeemer, a, baby. We, we did get a package for uh, Lesnar and Rhodes. And I think that they've really gotten back to what they do best with these, like the highest level of production for the video packages in the entire business. I mean, they, they're unmatched. Like, I mean, the, the production value was just absolutely top notch. I'm really glad they actually showed the blood on, on Lesnar and they didn't edit any of that out. Um, I thought it was top notch work there. And then we get the actual match here. It's Lesnar versus Rhodes. Um, it's a standard Lesnar match, essentially. It just like kind of ragdolling Cody, uh, which honestly is exactly what it should be. Um, I thought the build was great. I thought the comeback and the cutoff into the Kimura was just a really good storytelling. Like, I mean, these guys know how to tell a story in the ring and that's, I mean, and they, they did that really well. The rebuild of Cody is good. I will say, I still fully believe that Cody Rhodes should have won the title at Mania. I understand everything that's gone on with the bloodline, but he should have won the title at Mania. We'll get to that later. We, we will get into that later for sure. Um, either way, nice rebuild to watch. I do. I mean, they they definitely haven't lost faith in Cody Rhodes. They're still pushing him to the moon, getting getting the actual beast Brock Lesnar to shake his hand, and not only that, but like do the four corners and raise his hand, and like that's a big deal. It really is a, a massive deal. Um, uh, that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a SummerSlam moment that will be on highlight reels for sure. Um, thought the match was great. I don't think that you could have done it any better. I don't think the placement on the card was right. Um, that's my only detraction really. Um, nothing in the ring was bad. So, but there was, again, like, because I don't like exactly where his positioning is and because I didn't like the positioning on the card, I went five beers with this one. But honestly, as far as the bell to bell and the story being told, there was nothing I would change about it. Nothing at all. Um, five beers from me. Wex, where are you out on this one? I'm very close. I went four and a half beers on this one. And the only reason, because the build was like, I don't know if you watched some of the Raws leading up to this. They just literally did the exact same shit they did for the last pay-per-view. Oh, break your arm. Like... I yeah. thought there was going to be something a little bit more like evolved, leveled up in this shit. Maybe a stip, maybe something to make it sure. a little bit more height. But I mean, the match itself, like you said, it was a good old classic Lesnar match. Suplex yeah. City, very reminiscent of a uh, post uh, Undertaker, post John Cena. Yeah. It's kind of did that same shit. And like, it was a solid match, but the build is kind of what lacked for me. And then apparently that uh, raising hand thing was not planned. Brock just kind of did that. Which is kind of cool. It was kind of like just boost Cody up, which, like you said, he still should have fucking won at WrestleMania. Yep. Two other people should have fucking beat him since then, but we'll get to that in a minute. But, yeah, like, if the bill was a little bit better and maybe a little bit variation, maybe like a dog collar or a no DQ, something a little bit more intensity, maybe a little blood would have boosted it up for me. But, uh, yeah, th- uh, four, four and a half beers for that one. Cody versus Brock. Jesse, where you at? I know this is going to surprise everybody, probably. It's a six for me. Wow. Oh, shit. Nice. And here's the reason why. This is a thing that I, like, please, anyone listening, anyone tuning in, including my partners here, please tell me if I'm wrong. But 
Cody broke a handful of barriers. One of the biggest ones being he translated an original song that was meant for his theme song just for him and brought it to the E with him. And I don't think anyone else has actually ever done that. Nope. He is the first person. Yep. Not an original song, maybe a licensed song they used yeah. previously, but never an original. A licensed song is one thing, but an original yeah. song that was meant for him, which obviously that song yeah. is meant for him. And he's breaking barriers left and right. Yes. And a big barrier, he beat Brock Lesnar clean, dude. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand the stairs, I understand the deal, I, I get it, but like he beat Brock clean. Yeah. And how many of us? have complained about how often we watch Brock just run through everybody and shit. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things. Brock did one of those things that we always recognize when he does it, which is a long form match that went well, that was wrestled well by both people. The psychology was pretty on point. I got to hand it to the commentary. They super sold it. Like commentary was great. Excellent. Yes. And as a, quote-unquote payoff, I'm not saying it's a final payoff, but the quote-unquote payoff for what they wanted to do, I don't care if the moment with the handshake was manufactured or it wasn't manufactured, who gives a shit? Yeah. It was great. Yes. It was excellent. That is a different kind of thing, the likes of which you'll never see ever again. That mm-hmm. particular level of that build, you'll never see. And mm-hmm. I, I got to hand it to him. It's a full six-pack. Nice. I'm not really mad at it, honestly. Like, I mean, the only thing for me was like the placement of the match and the fact that I'm still just a little bitter about Mania. But that's just my own personal. Like, I mean, where else could they have have put? Honestly, yeah, I think this is probably his best Lesnar's best singles match since his match against Danielson and Finn Balor. Both of those were really good because it wasn't you. You know, they made you think, oh, this up Brock might fucking lose, but this time Brock actually lost. But he'll go. No, like same thing. We work with Finn. We work with uh, Danielson. He like worked, worked with them, and like that was one of the yeah. last few times he like worked with people and didn't just suplex the hell out of them. Like he, yeah. he took some Cody shit. Yeah. Yeah. But the psychology of rolling out of the ring and all that stuff—that shit was choice, man. Like the yeah, way that they that, it was great. Yeah. After the match, we got a little promo for Payback next month, um, which was cool, and then we get a promo for Trish and Becky and. Don't even get me started. I think they missed the boat on that, honestly. But we'll uh, we'll just breeze past that, honestly. Let's go on to uh, the next match. It's SummerSlam's Battle Royal. Um, Battle Royals are what they are, you know. Um, it just kind of feels like a way to get the guys on the show and a way to get a win for LA Knight, honestly, who they really need to kind of shit or get off the pot with because it's like it feels like he's the most uh, one of the most over talents, and they really creatives like we don't really know what to do with you, and it's it, it's kind of. I mean, he, he doesn't have a, a really long lifespan. He's 40 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't have – I'm not saying, like, he's only got a year. I mean, but, I mean, you got to – he's not – I don't think he's going to get this over. I mean, he's, he's not going to get any more over is what I'm saying. Like, now is the time to do something with him. Put him against Rollins, whatever you got to do. Give him the title, whatever you got – or even give Gunther. Like, have him in Gunther's reign and become the new IC champion. That would be massive. You know, um – but we'll, we'll we'll get to Gunther and all that um, later. I mean, I do think that they did a really good job for for a battle royal and telling new stories and starting new ideas 
in a battle royal. I think they did a really, really, really good job of that. I think Grayson Waller and The Miz kind of sharing that moment, like, hey, holy shit, we kind of look like a pretty good team. And then the idea hit me. I was like, yo, that's pretty much the only way I want to see Grayson Waller, to be honest with you. Like, that's a really good idea. It's great for The Miz, too, who's kind of slowing down a little bit. Um, you know, just give him a tag team. Let him, you know, nurture this guy that's just come up from NXT. It makes perfect sense. He's still got tons of heat. People still – Miz is a made man. He's a made man. So, like – I loved all of that. I thought Gable is silly over too, and I feel like they got to do something with him. Um, even if it's they are comedic. you watched Raw. Okay, well yeah, I, I miss Raw. I also watched Raw. Raw miss Raw. Miss. But we'll get to that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It just it was. It, I I thought it was the best it could be, and so I gave it the highest rating I could possibly give a battle royal, and so I gave it three beers right in the middle. I I just you can't. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't really give a battle royal much more than that. And but I thought they did it well. If you're gonna have one, they told a lot of stories. They got everything done. They tried to get done. Nothing looked bad. Nothing was out of place. And a lot of things can go wrong with that many bodies. Three beers. I'm solid with it. Jesse, where are you at on this one? Dude, I have to give it four and a half. And as I texted okay. you guys while I was watching this, I have a hard time recalling a battle royal type match. And to be honest, even a Royal Rumble, I have a hard time recalling one that looked better and again i feel like credit is due to the production team for that i think they trimmed the fat on a lot of the forearm and the corner type stuff yes they watched the big moments i don't feel like there was any big moment that we felt we missed yeah you know they were developing those stories but they were shooting them and that's great it's hard to do and so any of the fat they kind of got rid of man everyone came out of that looking pretty good and when i say everyone i mean everyone that anyone cared about in the first fucking place which out of 25 people in all honesty i feel like maybe eight people were cared about going into it and i'd say there might be twice that the people cared about coming out of it yeah and if they accomplished that that's a huge deal the one critique the thing that i hate the most AJ Styles needs to be doing more somehow. I understand yeah. it's a weird thing to be on SmackDown. How do you top guy during that? You know, it is what it is. But he's enhancing that talent. He's playing that role. He's making his money. He's yeah. feeding his family. Yeah. Kudos to Uncle Allen. Like, all the way. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I go four point. I, I can't recall a better Battle Royal or Royal Rumble style match. So I got to give it four and a half. That's fair. Wax, where you at on this Battle Royal? You guys pretty much said all the main points there, but one thing that took the, took away from this for me is what the fuck does this battle royal mean? It's just the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Like, why the fuck? Just like you said, just to get the people on the card. Yeah. So we had to listen to Kid Rock, a pointless battle royal, and we'll get to the next match to get fucking Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch off the card. Like, yeah, a little silly. Fuck two beers. Why? They could have did this on Raw or yeah. SmackDown. I wouldn't have missed There's Ellie Mike, though, and also you watch the Slim Jim ad, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. LA, Bianca. It is a, uh, I guess, bold is the right word to use for uh, them using Masha's old Slim Jim ads. Yeah. You it's can't do fuck that. It's, it's not bold, it's disgraceful. You can't, weird. You can't replace weird. fucking Macho Man. It's yeah. weird. If you're going to yeah. do it, go a whole different route. Don't. Make it different. Don't do the Macho Man. They yeah. should have gave it CM Punk years ago when he tried to do it. That would have been a good, a fun little thing. But yeah, or War Horse now. War Horse, yes, War Fucking Horse. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. 
All right. Well, let's keep it rolling here. Um, we get a package to? for Rousey versus Baylor. I mean, like, I, I literally wrote down as I'm watching the package, like, I can't help but think that this is going to suck. Um, and I was right. It sucked. It was the easily the worst thing on the show. Um, the MMA rules thing just never works. I don't know why they keep trying to do that. It's so stupid. Didn't they learn from New Japan Pro Wrestling that that does not fucking work? Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just stopped trying to do it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, the, the only shining moment is it's. I feel like it's pretty safe to say that the Rousey era is over. And I think she's that gone. That's a, she's out. Yeah, she's good. Gone. Yeah, like good. Like, I mean, I, I guess she got to put over a friend. It wasn't for me. I didn't like it at all. I gave it one and a half beers. Um, Wex, where you at on it? <laughs> you were very generous. I give this motherfucker no beers. It pissed me off. Like I actually didn't tune into SummerSlam until after this match happened. This is the first one I went back to rewatch, and it was a fucking regret. It yeah. sucked. Yeah. It was a uh, dog shit at its best. They could have had like a Ken Shamrock fight pit with some weapons. That'd have been a little bit more exciting, but. Yeah, this really sucked, and I regret watching it, to be honest. I'm glad Ronda Rousey's out of the WWE. They need to make Shayna Baszler kind of like that classic NXT killer Shayna if they're going to go yeah. with Ford through this. But that's the only positive is that Shayna's yeah. going to be on the up and no more Ronda. Yeah. Yep. That's all I got to say about that. Jesse, where you at? It's a goose egg for me, man. I mean, like. The MMA rules in a wrestling realm is already going against some stuff, especially with like if, if you did MMA rules with like, I don't know, Riddle and Gable, it would be different. Yeah. But you're doing it with Ronda fucking Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Not everybody, not the casual fan all the way knows Baszler's background, but right. everyone fucking knows Ronda Rousey's background. Like you like you do MMA rules. Everything you do is going to look fake. However, they obviously greenlit a couple of very stiff skis, yeah. which if you have to do that, even though you don't let anybody else do that, if you have to green like that in order to sell the feud, it obviously is worth jackson. Yeah, it's not worth like, it. It's just one of those deals. I, Sharon Corbin with the fucking goose egg under her eye, still with a six head, managed to pull it out. Rousey's gone. Good for her. Who gives a shit? Like I, it, it's a big zero dud city for me. The crowd also not into it. Did not care. No, they booed the fuck out of them. Popcorn match for sure. Popcorn match. Uh, for that's sure. not even a popcorn match. That's a piss break. Uh, I might take a six minute shit type match. Like you can <laughs> take a shit during this match and still make it back. Well, that's what they did. That's what they certainly did. Um, let's uh, let's keep it rolling here. We got a promo for the Cody Doc, which is very very good, by the way. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but it's very it's fantastic. It, it felt like an old school, yeah, yeah. It felt like an old school WWE DVD, and I know that that had a lot to do with Cody and his having a lot of influence on how he's presented. And I thought it was great, very well. I don't done. know about WWE propaganda these days, but I've heard it's good. It's very good. propaganda, motherfucker. It's really good, dude. You need. Yeah, it's really good. They talk about AW quite a bit, actually. Until um, Vince dies, I won't watch it. <laughs> well, I don't think you have that much longer to wait. Uh, Probably like 100 years, I think. We did get a package for the Gunther-McIntyre match, which I thought was very well done. Um, could be, I wrote, could be sleeper of the night. Um, it wasn't, but it was very good. Uh, it was a good, very good match. It was very stiff. 
Uh, full-on brawl, kind of the height of both guys' efforts, at least. I will say that. Like, they both tried very hard, and you can see that, like, no one is lacking effort on either side. Um, very good, but not great match. Very good, but not great. Uh, Gunther has kind of single-handedly brought that title back to where it belongs, though, which I very much am grateful for. I, I'm, I have the softest spot for the Intercontinental title for a weird reason, but I just I like it a lot. And uh, whose run would you relate it like his run? Who's closest to the last good run? Like Mr. Perfect as a heel with the. Oh, so you're not even talking. Oh, you're talking about like, oh, I'm talking about I'm talking. Well, when you say that, I mean, like to the level of prestige that title, even in the 90s, like it it, it still had a prestige, but it was very much like a mid card title. I'm not saying it's not considered a mid card title, but it now it officially feels like. Hey, after this, you're probably in the world title picture. You know what I mean? Like, right. and that's what it used to be in the so golden like, era. Compared it to that John Cena open challenge era. Yeah, kind of like an ultimate warrior straight into a Hulk Hogan type. Oh, situation. okay. Okay. Like I think okay. Gunther, I, I think he's I think they've literally made that title. And he, if you look at the way it's made, it's like I think that they really want that to be like, hey, when you lose this, you're number one contender for the world heavyweight. You know what I mean? Because they almost have this similar kind of look to him now. And it's like that that's feels it's like, hey, remember the work? We all call this the workers' title. Like, we're going to do that again, right? This is the workers' title, and then we have a workers' world title, and Seth freaking Rollins is your world champion. Like, that, yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm in with that. And the match the match was very good, not great. I went three and three-quarter beers on this one. Um, Jesse, where are you at on it? I had to go four. Um, okay, fair. That's I, a cool, yeah. I, felt, I felt like, here's the thing. I, I, I think that anybody who has consistently watched these two people can, like, just perform the way that they perform kind of knew what to expect. These guys look to me like they're, they're two very Caucasian males who looked like they just wanted to be the most red they could be walking out of it. Like they both worked. They put in a lot of fucking effort. Also McIntyre is kind of, he, uh, he, he's been faltering ever since he was the captain of the pandemic. And then injured, and then not really treated well, and then had a banger, and then didn't. And he was part of the Bang Bros, according to WWE. Fucking yeah. terribly named. Banger Bros. And, yeah. Bros. Well, yeah. nobody remembers her. Uh, it's it. You know, it's one of those things. I feel like this is one of those matches that could bring McIntyre back to. Hey, we're interested in watching this guy be in matches. We're interested in watching him fight. It would be really cool. He did a really good job. They fucking brought it. All the false finishes, all that stuff, all of it made sense. I loved the match. Just, it was a little predictable. I think is really the only reason that I it, that it wasn't a full six to me. It knocked a couple of points down because we all knew, you know. Yeah. But it was yeah. great. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I. Yeah. We're. I mean, we're a couple swigs apart on that one. So, yeah. Wex, where are you at on this one? I'm right there with Jesse. I gave it four beers. I mean, really, this is the first thing that I tuned into SummerSlam to see because I watched Collision and came straight into this match. And it was fucking, it was great, hard hitting match. And it was great. It was a fantastic match. I just say it's not as good as the WrestleMania three way, but it had that same type of vibe. Yeah. So uh, I I gave it four beers because it's, it wasn't that same. Like the WrestleMania three way was fucking, so we talked about it, one of the best. So this is like right up in there in the alley, but it's not quite as good. But yeah. Four beers, a good way for me to open the show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and we kind of kept it rolling after this. It's uh, the package for Balor and Rollins. Really good. Uh, Balor has just kind of made leaps and bounds on the mic with this run. Like I had no faith in Balor and the Judgment Day, but over the past couple months, like he's I feel like they've really pushed a lot into his character. I hope they continue to do that because he feels like a main event guy again. And it's been a very long time since I felt like Finn Balor was the main event guy. Uh, and they, I feel like they just did a really good job building him back up. Um, just making him a credible title threat, if you will. Um, so the match here, match had a ton of heat, dude. Like there was a, and people really genuinely cared about the match. The crowd was super hot. Um, I love that they finally got, you know, the fans into like long term storytelling. Cause I feel like that's what they're doing now, especially with this specific title. And not only that, but I mean, Roman Reigns, Jesus Christ, like how long can you make a story? You know? Too long, but let's yeah. keep going. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Top notch. The storytelling in the ring was great. Um, I I even liked, I even liked the priest. Interf- I thought I, I thought everything was booked perfectly. I thought it was really good. I very rarely like interference. It, all of it made sense. I hated this in the beginning when when uh, at Money in the Bank when Priest won. I was like, what a waste. The worst person to possibly win it. But I see what they're doing with the creative, and I like it. I think it's a good a good thing. It's going to elevate both guys. And Finn and Priest could literally legitimately at this point have a thing that people care about. And like I don't think that would have I would have said could have been conceived that like two months ago. So they've they've done a really really good job of it. Um, I went five and a half beers on this one. So I, I very 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 much liked it. Seth freaking Rollins just doesn't miss, dude. He's touching goat status honestly in the ring. Like he's getting to a point where like you can't you got to put him up there with the Shawns and the Bretts. Like it's I mean I'm not even talking about for his era. I'm talking about all time greatest ever. Like he's so damn good, dude. Five and a half beers for me. Um, Wex, where you at on it? I am literally right there with you. Five and a half beers. This is match of the night, in my opinion. Yes. The only thing that took this away from not being a six beer is Finn Balor getting his lick back. If he, yeah. he would have got the victory, would have been a full six pack, even if it was just for a few weeks and Seth got the title back. Agreed. The storytelling was like impeccable in this match. And like even like great near falls, like everything was great. Like going going back to their match seven years ago and like the whole seven with a scar like on his uh the paint. Yeah. That was fucking sick, and just the great storytelling, the buckle bomb, everything in this match was fucking – even like you said, the interference was booked perfectly. Yes. It wasn't overdone. It wasn't like uh, the bloodline. We'll get to that in a minute. But you know, it was – it worked out perfect. The stomp on the fucking it, – it was great. If Finn somehow would have pulled out the victory, it would have been a six-pack because then you know for sure Damian Priest would have turned on him. Like the yeah. possibilities but yeah five and a half beers match of the night finn balor my favorite wwe wrestler since he's been in the fucking company i like just like you said he's kind of he's etching his way back in that main event status and if he can just yeah. stay right there get one more title run man i'm all for it five and yeah. a half i'm into it jesse where you at on it i've got to do the uh weird fucked up melter thing where i rate this a little bit higher than what our scale is like it's seven beers for me at least. Oh, wow. The main reason why I, I I hated the idea of the interference, but watching it play out, it was just so fucking expertly done. Mm-hmm. And it set up so many things. This match should have functioned as a mid card match. That's what they wanted it to do. Yeah. Everything after we, we know that we have a little bit of ginger on the sushi plate after this, but the main event was supposed to catch up to this. Obviously, probably guess my feelings on that one. Spoiler: It did not. Um, no. But 
It could have. Could have. This didn't have to be as involved. It didn't have to have the same amount of storyline in ring, involved, any of that shit. Seth wearing a vest and, again, commentary. Yes. Like, my God. Like, commentary was not only the Not only both of the athletes inside the match when they were one-on-one, retelling every part of that feud, but commentary. Not, like, they laid back a lot, but they also really just enforced, like, without question, match of the night. Honestly, there was no way anything was going to catch up to this, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Like it tugged on them heartstrings, baby. Yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of either of those dudes and you watch and you know the story, you're like you're invested. You're 100 percent in there. That's literally one of the only matches I was actually looking forward to on the card, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was the highlight of the night. I mean, I think we're all in unison here. We can at least give the uh, the tip of the keg to uh, matches of the night. Here is definitely going to be Rollins and Balor. If you got to watch one thing on this show. Go watch that match for sure. God, do that. Yeah, do it. It's very, very good. Uh, it's a. Gr- it was a great. It was a perfectly done WWE style main event match. Dude, great it was wrestling. Per- exactly. That's literally time. in my notes. It was a perfect WWE main event style match. It was just yes. done to the T. Yep. Agreed. And when it's done perfectly, I'm sorry, but I still it's, think it's the best thing in the business. There's nothing better. There's nothing yeah. better when it's done perfectly. And they almost yep. did it twice. They almost. They. Almost did it twice. We'll get. We'll get there. We'll in get one there. night. So after the match, we got a little promo. It's like a like one of those commercial skits that they do for like it was Miz and Alpha Academy for like a Mike's Hard Lemonade commercial. And actually, like most of those are super cheese and like bad. And this was super cheese, but I thought it was actually hilarious. I thought this was it a really ruled. good one. Yeah. Did you immediately go buy a Mike's Hard right after that? No, but I I, I did enjoy it. I was like, you know what? That's I'm, money well spent. That's a good. I that's a good little commercial. Some people did. Yeah, like, yeah. Somebody did. Yeah, somebody did for sure. Um, we got a package for the women's match and damn dude, they got a tough job to follow the match that just preceded it. So, yeah. uh, and they, yeah. So I tried to keep that in mind when I rated this, cause I know that I was rating it from that perspective of having just watched a literal perfect match that it was like, I'm trying, I'm trying to like give them the benefit of the doubt. And the work was not, I wouldn't say sloppy, but like clunky, like not super solid, just the flow wasn't really there. The crowd is kind of in a natural lull too, just from having expended so much emotion in the last match that I don't know, the wardrobe malfunction really screwed up the momentum and they never really got it back after that. I didn't Uh, even notice that. So I guess it must've not been that important. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a wardrobe. I never noticed a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, they probably edited it because they went back and watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You weren't watching live. So they probably edited it out, but were you not watching it live though? Well, Did I was you? like live, but like ten minutes behind because I rewinded it a little bit. They probably edited it out on the fly, to be honest with you. It either way. Normally, triple threats are like either bank. Did I miss a titty? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It was like literally just her back, like bra thing, opened up. She had, she had to get, had to, like, the, get the referee to put it back oh, together. That, that ain't no titty. No, no. It just it just took time. It felt really weird and awkward because okay. it's like they're the other two. Like the camera goes onto Oscar and Bianca, and they're just like acting days leaning up against each other in the corner, you know, like, so it was just this weird, I don't know. It really, it just like kind of killed all the suspension of disbelief. Normally triple threats are either like bangers or duds. And this was somewhere in between. It wasn't a dud, but it wasn't a good match either. I I gave it like two and three quarter, like almost, almost midway, like, but not quite, you know? 
So two and three quarter beers for me. Um, Jesse, where are you at on this women's championship match? So I have, I have two different ratings, um, which for anybody who watched the show, I'm sure everyone would understand why. The actual match, I have to give at least three and a half. And here's why. Worst placement possible on the card. For sure. Like, that was such – like, they're fighting from underneath no matter what. Battle Royal should have been here. Like, I I say Rousey Baszler. Yep, that's – Okay. Like, <laughs> that's what I, I was about like, to say. I understand that the reason that I'm saying that might sound like I'm saying just swap the women's matches, but I'm saying, like, if we're going to do the dead thing, it should have happened here. Like, yeah, it's it, it was going to be dead no matter fucking what. That shit yeah. was set up to fail. So it should have happened right where this is. However, the Charlotte wardrobe malfunction thing notwithstanding, the three people in the match, I will say, absolutely worked their ass off. Bianca sold – she could have sold ice to a fucking Eskimo the way that she sold that knee thing. Or the way that – like, dude, that yell, that squelch, that whole scenario – getting carried out i was sitting here like oh man are you gonna take away commentary my favorite commentary sold it perfectly they did as well again gotta give the kudos but came back in rocked that 450 thing she kept selling she yeah. kept selling and then oscar went in did the mist on the figure eight like that was a great spot the way that they did it um the second rating is a dud because I, that money in the bank thing is it just going to be habitual that we fuck Bianca Belair at SummerSlam? Yeah, every year is it like is it just going to be hey I can succeed for ten seconds and then whatever the fuck else you guys want to do <laughs> just wire on me I guess like that sucks. Yeah, yeah. That whole Lex, cast, where, you man. On, where you at on that one, Lex? Okay, actually, this match, I went three point two five beers, a little bit over average, okay. and like just like just kind of like all you said, guys said like the placement of the match kind of sucked because it came right after like match of the night, pretty much. But the the thing about this match that like really got to me like it just something just felt off like a lot of the spots like cool spots and everything just kind of sloppy, like yeah. not even like really bad, just kind of like. Like Morley said, clunky, not even sloppy. Just like they weren't, they weren't fucking clicking. And then I'm gonna go ahead and say the opposite of you said. As soon as Bianca hurt her knee, I fucking knew it. I don't know if it's me being a wrestling fan, but I was like, oh yeah, she's coming back. She's fucking coming back. She's not hurt. She's immediately coming back. I knew in my head. I was like, yeah. And kind of going back to what you said. Yeah, let's screw Bianca over at SummerSlam or whatever, but why always screw Asuka on any major fucking pay-per-view? She always loses, and Bianca is kind of entering that, like, like since she, she always won the wins. title at WrestleMania, though? Bianca is, like, kind of that super Cena right now for the women's division. She always wins, even though she got cashed in on, which actually saved the rating for me because I was like, really, Bianca Belair again? Again, and Asuka's yeah. getting screwed over again. Charlotte, who cares? We, we, that ship is sailed. I don't give a fuck yeah. about no Charlotte no more. But I was very disappointed with Asuka getting screwed yet again. And I just knew. I was like, yeah, 
her knee Gosh, really hurt, and then she hits money. the 450, yeah. and I'm like, okay, okay. And like you said, Jesse, that ending with the 450 and the the, the mist and the figure eight, like that was a great sequence. But I don't like seeing Oscar just gets always fucking screwed over. I was gonna say by Charlotte and What they recaptured the worst placements on the card for yeah, five I mean, minutes. I understand that, but there honestly, that was placement great. on the card. The way it ended, I'm just not a fan of uh, Super Bianca and Asuka getting screwed. That's just my opinion, but it all worked out in the end. EO Sky, yeah, one I'm, I'm year that, after debuting in Nashville, Tennessee, as Damage Control gets the title. I thought that was a great ending. That's kind of what boosted up to me. It was a 2.5 before, but a 3.25 after the cash in. I thought that overlonging arcing story work, especially. Yeah. If you watched SummerSlam last year and you remember, if you even went to it, you're from Nashville. Like I always, I've been thinking this whole year. I'm like, so what? What was the point of Damage Control? But now it makes sense. EO yeah. Sky with that title. Yeah. Hey, we got EO Sky. We got Hikaru Shida and AW. Lots of more. It's, we're in that era of Japanese uh, women's pro champions again. It's great. I I'm really anxious to see the eventual Bailey EO Sky match. That's gonna be dope for sure. So I don't think that's where they're going, dude. No, you know I don't think it's where they're going right away. You know who signed have... their contract that's coming back in a couple of months? Wait, oh, yeah. Kyrie Sane. Oh, back. yeah. Kyrie Kyrie. Sane, yeah. Ooh, we got to have a Japanese gonna... fight fest, which is my favorite, so let's go for it. That's cool. Um, that's cool. Kinda. Yeah, so after that, we got a, uh, we got a package <laughs> for the Bloodline, which it, is, it has gone on for a very long time, I agree, but this storyline is an all-time great, like literally generational all-time great storyline. It might have no been. No doubt about it. It was. Um, yeah, I mean, it should have ended with Cody at Mania, for sure. Uh, but now we get Jay. And listen, like, I love I love Jay Uso. Immediate first Battle Hall of Famer. Best tag team in WWE history, and I genuinely do mean that. I think that they are the best tag team in WWE history ever. And I – but I, I – Main event Jay just doesn't work. Like you're not gonna sell me. Like, and I know a lot of people that are really into the best in the storyline are like, "Oh, Jay Uso is the guy that has to beat him. It has to be Jay. It would be so good." And go where? Go where with Jay Uso as your universal champion? Like, absolutely not. Like, there's no way. So immediately, immediately, you have a massive uphill battle. Like, and it's just. I do like that they're not playing the uh, PlayStation 1 augmented reality graphic of Roman Reigns anymore. I like that. They I'm glad are. That that's gone. They are. I didn't see that. When we were watching it, like that's like my most hated thing. I fucking hate it. Ugh. My fiance hates it and every single time it shows up. I said PS2. We were wishing that it didn't happen. But like it happened. It was flash cameo CGI levels. Yes. 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 They like absolutely JavaScript it's, animation that just looks awful, dude. Like exactly. it's like it's an like, AOL online startup. Look, like I click on a chat. We all had COVID. Cool. Yeah. Like not now. <laughs> just I mean, I, listen. I will say that like both dudes are really good wrestlers. They obviously do have chemistry. The the story is work. It you know wor- works. And the I mean the meat and potato like the work of the match was pretty good, but like I don't know. The ending, the finish really killed it too. Like the brother thing, your brother turn unless unless 
this is literally going to go on until next WrestleMania, which is what I think. And they're just going to doing the whole thing about wrapping everybody back together again. We break them up just to get them back together. And then Cody wins the second time around. I think that that's probably what I think we're having a heart foundation situation right now. Like, I think it's just going to be, they're going to get Jay back in and they're going to go mega heel again. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's where they're going with it. I don't know. I gave the whole thing three and a quarter beers for me. Um, Above average for a wrestling match. Didn't really do much to further the story except piss me off and try to split up the brothers even more. It just, I don't know, not into that vibe. I, I feel like throughout history, brothers against each other outside of Brett and and Owen doesn't really work. It never worked for Matt and Jeff. Nope. It never really worked for a lot of tag teams that they break up, honestly. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess brothers. so. But yeah, quote unquote brothers um jesse i know you got a lot to say man what do you think about this main event i gotta go in the middle uh i i agree with everything you said it the the bell bell was not engaging where roman has really succeeded is in the mic work yes and like and when i say mic work obviously we know what i'm talking about not on a mic like in the middle of the ring doing the shit talk, just running the verbal the performance. Like, but the reason that it works is because it's not on a microphone, you know? And right. it is not convincing. I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of people are cheering for Jay. I get it. It's not fucking convincing. It's just not. not. Like, I read a thing, and I hate to quote a different podcast or a different radio show but i have to agree i read a thing on busted open radio where they said exactly what i said which was this was a bullshit excuse for a no disqualification match they just named yeah. it something different in order to fucking put extra people in there and the one thing that could have changed it would have been putting one elder of their actual family don't care who if Rikishi was sitting there and like sat up and did a thumbs down towards somebody, how much fucking more could that have meant without Great. interference? Without any Great. like, dude, and that obviously I am telling you right now, I am directly quoting that shit from Bully Ray on Busted Open Radio, but I said it in my voice as I was watching it to my fiance the exact same time. Yeah. Like, it's just not there's no stakes yeah so here's the reason that i go three i think they know that the bloodline thing they're kind of getting to the point where it's a little tired yep they understand dude seth and finn were the workhorses mm -hmm. like that was the fucking match of the night beyond a shadow of a doubt so they know they have to kind of shift it over, but they still have to give the last match spot to this one other thing. And the more that they shift it, the more that they pay attention to that, the more they pay attention to how people are going to feel happy and blah, blah, blah. Do you see all the kids that were like walking out with their parents during that match at the end of the night? Yeah. There's a ton, dude. Like, this is Detroit. They want to go see ICP or talk to Kid Rock or whatever. Like, but that's why I gave them three, because I think. They are actually paying attention to it, and I think the reason that it's cooling off is because they know, hey, we have some 
actual real deal heat, some real deal movement in this other way. Yeah. Wex is dying over there. He's got something to say. He's a, yeah, that are having a stroke. I don't know what's happening. Wex, how do you I'm feel about a, this main event? A little upset, but uh, yeah, I'll go into it. So, like this Roman Reigns bloodline storyline is is entering like NWO year two levels. Mm-hmm. Like it started off really hot. I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, Roman Reigns is great. But literally after this match. I am back to pre-pandemic Roman Reigns. Fuck you. I'm going to boo you because I'm tired of you. Not because, you know, oh, you're a good heel, which, yeah, but no, I'm fucking tired of it. Yeah. They they've beat this dead horse in the fucking ground. Should have been Sami Zayn. Should have been Cody. Should have been Jay. Those were the three people, storyline-wise, it made sense one of them to take him down, even if it was briefly. But, like, what the fuck else do we have left? What do we have, what do we have to look forward to? The Rock? Who they've been teasing for nine years? Who's probably never gonna do this shit? Like no, I'm, not. I'm over it. I'm just. And if he does, it's ran like, its course. And if he does, he's losing. So yeah, exactly. And there's no win for anybody at this point. Roman Reigns is back to pre-Roman, pre-pandemic Roman Reigns. John Cena 2009 levels. I'm over it. Like, fuck you. Get off of my TV. I don't want to see you. I'm glad they made a new world championship, so we don't have to wait six more months for him to defend it. Like. I'm over this shit. The yeah. match itself, like the work rate, great. And literally up until Jimmy Uso showed up out of the crowd and pulled him out, I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is a banger. If he, if he pins him on this Uso splash, goddamn five and a half, almost six, six beers. But they literally just ruined this shit for me. Like, I don't watch much of WWE as it is. I pretty much watch the pay-per-views, look at the highlights, but like, this makes me not even want to give anything with Roman Reigns has a chance. I'm just over it. I'm like, all right, let me know when someone else has the title. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck about Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, or any of that bullshit anymore. Seth Rollins yeah. is the man in WWE now as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, three beers because of the bullshit. But what could have been? Turn into shit. They need to fucking get over the shit. Figure it out. Yeah. Have Seth take the belt. Be Seth two belts. Do something. Seth two belts. I like that a lot, actually. I'm not not mad about that at all. That'd be super cool. Um, so overall, man, I do think SummerSlam was a good show. Overall, I thought it was a pretty damn good show. And I thought that, I mean, just Gunther and, and, and McIntyre was so good. Balor and Rollins was good. The opener was pretty damn good with, with Logan Paul and Ricochet. I mean, Brock and Cody. Lesnar and Rhodes was good. Like, I mean, even the Battle Royal was as good as a Battle Royal can be. And so it's like, yeah, it was just yeah the women's matches weren't quite the what they could have been. The main event was a little fizzle, but they weren't like, I mean, outside of the Rousey-Baszler match, which was absolute drizzling shits, I, I, like there was nothing else that was like just bad. Like I just didn't like certain things. You know what I mean? Like, right. so overall for a SummerSlam, I think they fulfilled it. You know, I mean, it's not a mania, but I think it's a pretty damn good SummerSlam. Uh, Jesse, wasn't, what do you think wasn't overall? Wasn't as good as last year in Nashville, Tennessee, because Detroit is a piece of shit compared to okay, Nashville. Right, but, uh, you go first. <laughs> I mean, it was messing one thing called J E double F J A double R E double T. Well, that's because A W's got that right there on lock. Yeah, I know that. He ain't doing much for them either. But hey, he's gonna be on all in, baby. He's gonna be on all in. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm sure he will. Yeah, and I applaud AEW for their efforts. I will say on this particular SummerSlam, I expected to not like what they did. I, I ex- like Daniel knows 
I'm not the most pro WWE person. I'm not like staunchly pro AEW the same way that Wex is, but I'm not the most pro WWE person either. SummerSlam over delivered from yeah, top to bottom. I'd agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I was not hyped at all. I'm like, Detroit. Yeah, that sounds like summertime fun. Right. But well, uh, yeah, well, they de- like I will. I agree, Jess. They definitely over delivered on my expectations. I was going into it like, uh, what? Like, fuck, I don't care. Like, whatever. But I, was, something oh, I, think that they're, I think they're working on for the big four. And I think they've like started to figure out or if not actually figured it out instead of doing two days, instead of extending the thing, doing one day PLE on Saturday and really making sure that the Monday night also over delivers. Yeah. I think that really comes from Triple H's NXT booking. He's doing one show that's just like substance. Yeah. Raw was great, dude. Like, like, I gotta say, like, there were a couple of misses or whatever. Like, I get it. But overall, like, that was the most engaging Raw that I've watched in years. Because Vince is at home and has no input. That's why the commentary is so good. That's damn the reason why commentary is so good. And they brought Michael Cole. Even though Michael Cole, we all hate on the motherfucker, he's probably their best guy. So it's kind of good to see him on all the shows now. They brought – they changed the commentary teams because they are negotiating their rights fees with all of the networks. And let me tell you this. There is no world in which WWE doesn't grossly benefit from their rights negotiation fees. There is not a situation where they're like, people don't want them. That's fucking – like absolutely that's imaginary like they like they absolutely are the world's leader in their industry they are also now partnered with fucking ufc and endeavor yes the best case scenario is that they get something that wants to give them a live streaming service as well why the fuck do you think wbd decided they were gonna say we're gonna have a live sports forum now yeah hey if you're going to watch anything on Raw this week, go back and watch that fatal four-way match with Chad Gable. It was great. It was a fucking banger. I will say that. It was nice. very good. I will definitely go back and watch that for sure. Great. Well, boys, we are here. We are at the end of the kayfabe catch-up. Uh, man, from Mania to SummerSlam. Um, you know, I don't know when we're going to do another one of these, but keep your feeds alive. Keep subscribed to the channel. Um and we will, um, you know, we'll let you know. Actually, we won't let you know. We're not going to let you know when something's coming. We're just going to drop it. So, like, just stay subscribed and be surprised when we drop the next one on you. Um, you can always find me, your boy, Mr. Know-It-All, at Daniel John Shaper uh, on Facebook, and then at Daniel Daybreak literally everywhere else. So, um, yeah. Jesse, where can folks find you? You can just find me whenever we uh, surprise drop episodes. My last name is Baker. You can look me up if you want to. Yeah, there you go. Wex, hit him with the script, baby. You can always find your boy Wex at Wex breaking the loss on all of your social media accounts. And just like they said, we might drop something here or there. You never know. We have one of the biggest non-WWE shows in the past 30, 40 years ever coming up here soon. So we may have to do a little coverage on that. We may have to do a little coverage up coming up. What's the next uh, big four uh, Survivor Series? Survivor Series. Hey. Yeah. I saw the Undertaker uh, Survivor Series in Atlanta threatened by ISIS, and I said, "Fuck ISIS!" Oh, yeah. Undertaker they, are they will doing save war games us. now. Every every like SummerSlam, every year. Survivor Series, yeah. They ain't said it yet. But. You mean blood and guts? No, I'm just kidding, but uh. No, I don't. <laughs>
Yeah, I'm hey, absolutely. Last Blood and Guts uh, was pretty, uh, I don't know if you guys watched that, but uh, that was pretty fun. The Dynamite one? Yeah, I skipped Weekly Bowling League to go uh, watch a Dynamite. It was great, except for the camera people who oh, didn't Jesus. catch the fucking finish on live television. Yeah, it, it all worked out, though. It was fun seeing Kota Ibushi there. Yeah, I'm sure I did when he watched it on the internet. Wrestling is fun. I'm excited. I uh, love wrestling. We're definitely going to be wrestling. back on the feed sometime. Um, thanks to everybody who was subscribed when we were doing a weekly thing. Be sure to tune in for these K-Fape catch-ups from time to time, especially around big moments. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we're out. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Holla, 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 holla.